This is Radio Free Galaxy. It's time to go. This is the Space Age, and we are here to go. Welcome to Radio Free Galaxy. I'm Travis Lee. And I'm Teen Komar. And this is episode 138 of our program. Uh, this evening we will be reviewing... We'll get into talking a little bit more about the end of that 90s show uh, because we didn't get a chance to watch all of it last week. And then we'll be talking about episode 3 of The Last of Us. Um, and we'll talk episode six of The Bad Batch. No Trisha or Adam tonight, just Christine and I, so... Hooray! Yeah, so we're gonna try to make this as, uh, <laughs> quick as possible. I talk to you all day long. I don't know if I want to sit here in oh, front of... Oh, but wolf talking to you. Woof, 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 woof. Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, all right, we'll do it then. Uh, we'll soldier on. Uh, so... We hadn't finished uh, that 90s show last week, and I know both of us liked it quite a great deal, but how did you uh, like the end? We saw episodes 9 and 10 to finish off this season. How did you like it? I liked the ending of it. It was just a little different from what the 70s show had, as it was more of a summer 90s show. Right. So like I'm I can't I think they got greenlit for a uh, season two so I'm excited to see this group of kids in the late 90s you know proceed on. I like the idea that they're it looks like they're gonna do it from summer to summer. That's mm-hmm. kind of a cool. It's kind of a Stranger Things you know like one year at a time kind of deal. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, I don't like the whole. Uh, uh, love triangle that broke out at the end that really didn't make a whole lot of sense. Uh, I know that was a very normal thing that happened on that 70s show. Is that, Yeah, you know, uh, I was going to say that. You know, uh, they would all switch around and stuff like that. And I mean, it's very typical of sitcoms and stuff, but there was no chemistry leading up to that moment. And um, it was a, it, there was definitely a jump in the park for Leia and Nate to. That was Nate. Being, oh, thank you. I was trying to think stuff. of the other kid's name, but well, um, Jay decided to make the trifecta go on with it at the end. Like I understand that, but also young teenagers, kind of innocent. Everything's kind of new, newish yeah, in a there, small town. Yeah, but there was there was absolutely no chemistry there between oh, no, Nate no, no. and Leia whatsoever until that exact moment when the show told us that there was supposed to be chemistry there between those two. Well, characters. remember when uh. Don- Call bullshit. When Donna was dating a Kelso, it was one of the Owen brothers, just randomly for like a couple episodes. 
It was Luke Wilson. Yeah, it was Luke Wilson. <laughs> the Owen brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who um, they are, but the Luke Wilson. <laughs> I, I just, whatever, it made sense Was in my Casey head. Kelso, right. Yeah, yeah, so I'm saying the, the 70s show did a lot of things where, like, they tried to make romances right, but, happen, but they weren't quite right. This one, it just, it kind of seemed rushed, but at the same time, like, you know, I'm open to see where it kind of goes as long as it doesn't get too heavy in uh, season two. I don't know. It wasn't that unbelievable to me that um, Donna would fall in love with, uh, Kate, or not fall in love with, but be dating like Casey Kelso. I mean, he was a good-looking dude. He was cool. He's older. He had his own car. I remember those? He had his uh, own car. Yeah. and all that stuff. He had a cool car or whatever. And yeah, it wasn't that out of the realm of possibilities. I mean, there was there was nothing there was nothing <laughs> between Nate and Leia whatsoever until just that second when it just happened. So it was kind of for me, it just. That didn't work for it you? It did not pay off anything because they didn't build it up to that, so it didn't pay off at all. It, it was very... I thought that was very messy story writing for the end of the season, but overall, I still liked the season quite a bit. Yeah, I thought uh, you were referring to uh, Leia and Gwen uh, doing the really cheap graffiti on the water no, tower. That totally I, I thought that was like what you were talking about. No, like, no, I like no, that. That's totally fine. That's, I mean... Kids are going to be kids. Uh, so, yeah, uh, still recommend that 90s show. Oh, Just yeah. thought it, the end for me was a little weak. But, I mean, what do you what do you really do? Not everything can have, like, some big epic ending. It's, it's just a sitcom about kids in small-town Wisconsin. I'd actually prefer that it doesn't have some big epic I don't want any more big epic. I just want, like, a small a small thing. Don't, yeah. It don't got to be big. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's just these shows you never know, especially Netflix shows, you never know when they're going to be canceled. So, I mean, you want the most out of the time that you're given with these shows, especially if you like them. So, I want every season to end well because you don't know if you're getting a second season. I know they greenlit a second season and you know, but like that doesn't mean anything. Like Netflix one of the actors could be canceled dude. between now and then. Um somebody could die. Netflix could just end It can implode I, on itself yeah, into another universe. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So, you know, eh. Um but let's get to uh do you want to talk about the Bad Batch? Okay, Let's so talk about the Bad Batch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Adam. It's kind of agreed for me. Yeah, I'm sorry that Adam isn't here to uh, talk about this episode because it was actually pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, you had the return of, his name's Ganji, right? I thought it was Gunji. Is it Gunji or I thought Ganji? there was a U sound. I don't know. Well, could you look it up for me, please? I will look right uh, now. Who is the Wookiee... Um, I, I think, I think, you know, uh, in current canon, I think he's the only... Yeah. It's Gunji. Okay, it's Gunji. It's Gunji. Uh, he's the, as far as I know, the only, in in the current canon, uh, Wookiee Jedi. I know that in the extended universe and some of that older stuff, there have been... Uh, well, I'm sure there have, and Adam could probably tell us the origin right. story of each and every one of them, but... We're not that. We're not that. We're and, not that. And, We're not, um, I'm not that good. I don't know. Uh, I think he was originally around in the last 
he I think his first appearance was in the last season of the Clone Wars, although I I don't remember. I do remember. Uh, he was one of the younglings. Yeah, younglings were in Star Wars. Uh, he was learning how to. Uh, he had to go do a trial to get his kyber crystal to put into right. it was his in the Clone saber. Wars. Right. That was yeah. that in the Clone Wars. That was in the Clone okay, Wars. That was yes. like the tail end of the Clone okay, Wars. Okay. 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 I remember that specifically because yes. he had that little overbite tooth, and yes. I got really really. I'm like, oh my god, it's him! And you're like, who? I'm like. I know he's the a Jedi Wookiee. He's a little derpy Jedi Wookiee. I love him. <laughs> he looks derpy with yeah, that. Yeah, and tooth. he's like a little teenager now, and he's been uh fleeing or like since Order sixty six, so he's been on the run. Yeah. Like, what's the timeline canon now? Is it uh, don't 10 ask or... me? <laughs> ask Adam when he's on next week. Um, I I have a general answer for you, but he'll have more of an exact answer. Uh, the point is he's been fleeing from the Empire. Uh. They caught up with them while well, those uh, bounty hunter robot dudes caught up with them. Yeah. And, robot uh, pirates. The Bad Batch saves them. They take them back to Kashyyyk. And then we have some Trandoshans and some stormtroopers that are uh, pretty much just trashing Kashyyyk. And um, they find out that there might be a Jedi there, so... They're going to burn the whole forest down and the whole uh, jungle down until they find him. The Bad Batch finds out about it. They help the villagers to defend against these uh, Trandoshans. These these idiot Trandoshans, by the way. The the head Trandoshan, I mean, got a... He pulled out a flamethrower to fight a Jedi. Oh, even he if it's a youngling, right. Even if it's a youngling Padawan... Jedi, I mean, you're still pulling out a flamethrower, which is a really bad weapon to oh, use against dude, a Jedi. In a forest, like, the idiot, like, put a circle of fire around himself so he couldn't even get out. Like, and yeah, and if you're going against a Jedi, they do a bunch of flippy dippies and stuff. Like, you what? You basically made yourself into a crispy critter. You're going to burn some unintended shit. And I know he's already trashing the jungle and they're not really caring about burning stuff down. But as far as just an offensive weapon... It's not good. ...against a Jedi with a laser sword... You're gonna you're gonna probably lose every single time with a flamethrower. And considering how many weapons Transdotions really usually carry on them, I would think he would have some kind of knife situation. And dude, he killed one of a, his dudes with a flamethrower because he sucks at it. Yeah, so that was a really bad choice, and so he got uh, murked, but not by not by Gunji, he got uh, spidered to death. Yeah, you know what? Nothing worse than the idea of space spiders that will come in because the trees, you know, apparently uh, Wookiees can talk to the trees and the trees came up with a plan to send the spiders to go eat the Trandoshans and if you put horror music to that entire scene, it's rather mm, terrifying. It's an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. The trees did it. But what then the twist. spiders. Spiders! <laughs> trees and spiders. Dude, space spiders, man. Um, yeah, so it was actually a really good episode. Go, I, I really liked it. It was really well done. It was fun. It was a really fun episode. It was fun, and it got into a lot of anti-war sentiments, and it it had a lot of feeling of old Star Wars in, mm-hmm. you know, the villagers against the Empire and all of that and the messages of peace and living with the land and... All of those kind of things that um, you got in the original Star Wars trilogy, there was a lot of those themes in this episode. And when Star Wars is good to me, you don't necessarily always need a Jedi, 
but you need some of those original themes that the original uh, Star Wars was built on. The magic, the wonder, uh, living in tune with nature, anti-war, those kind of but things. But it's like, yeah, don't overcomplicate it and just, you know, tell me a story. And you told me a story with half your characters not even speaking, like, English. Yeah. They're just kind of doing some, like, late growls. And... <laughs> Yeah. Like that that to me is great storytelling where it's it was. like it was it's, really good. It was I thought it was fantastic. And speaking of great storytelling, now um we were at least okay, I was kinda harsh on The Last of Us last week. Um it's not that I think it's poorly made or I think it's bad. I'm just kind of tired of it and I think the mushroom zombies are very silly. They are and, silly. And speaking of that, uh, I haven't watched it yet. But apparently, um, Pedro Pascal hosted Saturday Night Live this week. Oh! And one of the skits that he did, uh, we, we really should have watched it before doing this episode, but one of the skits that he did was, we compared him last week to Mario, <laughs> and on Saturday Night Live, they did a gritty remake of him... Um, playing mario kart (laughs) it was it was a mario kart gritty remake movie uh basically with the last of us themes and stuff and i so i mean we weren't the only ones to think that it was very uh mario-esque yeah because the thing is like i like this show i just don't like the zombies in it because it is an old trope and it it, they look silly with the mushrooms on their head it looks very (laughs) silly it's very silly it's gross and silly at the same time, mm-hmm. and I I do actually kind of like the show. I just wish it wasn't about mushroom exactly. zombies. Exactly, like the storytelling around that is phenomenal. Right, and so what I was yeah. saying is, yeah, the storytelling. Um, this episode three, a long, long time, uh, which I'm sure refers to forever, is a long, long time, um, is quite possibly one of the best love stories I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's, um, it's very much, a kind of a bottle episode, but also, um, serves the larger story that the last of us is telling in kind of a different way than a lot of zombie movies do and i really appreciate that i'm glad i continued watching on beyond episode two at least to get to this one because it's adding i'm I'm sad that we don't get any more frank and bill but Mm. i mean that was just such a beautiful love story i was nearly blubbering the entire time it was such a well-made episode like just from beginning to end like do should we even spoil it I mean, like, I... I don't, think, I don't think we have to spoil the end of the episode to talk about it. Uh, I mean... It's a really beautiful <laughs> love story. But it doesn't seem like that in the beginning. But it is... This is such a well-made episode. Like, you could have put this episode just as its own. It didn't even need to be from Last of Us with Mushroom Zombies. It was just... Like, dude, I kept on, like, hitting my chest. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is so beautiful. Like, I wanted to cry. Like, I'm almost crying now. Because, like, the two characters, Bill and Frank, really, really well, set the bar high for this show. It's kind of a... In these post-apocalyptic situations, uh, one, of, one of the things I complained about last week in a lot of these zombie shows is there is no hope, right? And at some point for 
you as a show or a movie to keep me interested, I have to see some reason why humanity should keep going. Yeah. And and then you tell a story like this when it's when lawlessness reigns and there's these crazy mushroom head zombies running around that there can still be love and like there, there can still be love between two people in this absolutely insane world and the kind of guy that you don't you don't get to see frank in his life before this but you get to see him just as it happens and he clearly was some kind of don't tread on me guy, a prepper guy, a survivalist, big gu- a, survivalist a big gun guy. Um, I don't want to venture any more beyond that. But just those kind of people that we know in this world probably wouldn't let their emotions uh, take over themselves and have this kind of relationship with another man. Uh Unless it was, they were the last two people on earth almost. Do you know what I mean? But this show made it so touching and so real. Right. Where like... where Frank breaks down, I mean, uh, Bill, excuse me, Bill breaks down and just realizes when nothing else is left in the world that like there's got to be something to live for. And he found a purpose. Like he yeah. says, like he says in the episode, uh, I found a purpose and my purpose was you. And oh, my God. I, oh, I my know. God. Like, dude, it just, like, there were so many points in the show that I wanted to cry so hard. But I'm like, um, if I just started, like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Because, like, it just yeah. kept on getting more touching. I'm like, oh, my God. This is, yeah. it's so perfect. You have to watch it. I do not want to spoil it because it's just too, it, it's too good. You have to watch at least this episode. Even if you don't watch the first two, if you're not into Mushroom Head Zombies, there's very little mushroom head zombies in this episode. You will, if you are a sucker for a good love story, you have to watch this. Yeah, I I, I could talk about it so much more. Um, there's a lot of points I could really hit on it, but I think if you haven't seen it, I really don't want to spoil it for you. And if you think you're not going to be interested, I would recommend just giving it a shot. Yeah. If, if you're not... If you're not into zombie stuff, that's fine. Uh, I think you can actually watch this single episode in a bubble. Uh, as long as you know that the world ended in 2003. Well, the world as we know it ended in 2003 and there's mushroom zombies running around. That's really all the backstory that you need to just enjoy how special that yes. this relationship between Frank and Bill is. Uh, I, I really want to talk about it so much more. Maybe we could talk about it more next week yeah. uh, if Adam and Trisha are on. And, and I want to give people enough time where they've seen it. And I really don't want to spoil because it's a breath of the fresh ending. Air. The ending is, is <clears throat> as great as it is. The ending is beautiful. And I think it is spoil worthy. Yes. Uh, so I, I don't want to do that to anybody. Um like, for me, it's, like, it's a breath of fresh air because, yeah, like you were saying, like, everything's so dour and hopeless. and Like, there's always going to be hope, no matter how grim it is. And seeing that was just, it was delightful, it was sad, it was beautiful. And, like, yeah, just just go and watch it, man. 
just go and watch it, enjoy it. Uh, even if you're not into love stories, even if you're not into, uh, <laughs> I did not expect this from this show. I had pretty much given it up as a, okay, there's no hope. Everyone's going to die in every single episode and it's going to be miserable, but we're just going to trudge on to the MacGuffin at the end if there is even one, but somehow this episode surprised me. Yeah. There's, there's a few other things in the beginning and the end of the episode that happen, um, but you know what? It doesn't the, matter. The main, the main uh, story of this is Frank and Bill, and I, they're, they're beautiful. Uh, Nick Offerman. Nick, oh my God. Nick Offerman. Oh my God. Acted his absolute ass oh, off. Oh, I love him. Um, the, this is such a vulnerable role, and for him to show such range, uh, man, what a masterful acting oh, performance yeah and and the actor that played frank uh murray bartlett was, he was <laughs> his charming. performance as well was so charming and beautiful and tragic all at the same time i hope that's not spoiling much to say that but um you oh. know it's a zombie show so, so some things happen but uh yeah it's really great i want you all to check it out so um I, I don't want to say I, don't, I really <laughs> no, don't no, say no no dude anymore. I'm gonna start having to get some Kleenex in here if we try to talk about it anymore yeah. because it, it really hit me in the wet hoits <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I think we're just gonna wrap it up early this week this is we kind of raced through everything but we don't have Adam and Trisha around to uh, help us with the extra information <laughs> the extra and information. the ha-has that yeah. we need so yeah so I think we, we yeah, got to our three we reviews we, we did talked it. about them Hell yeah. we didn't spoil too much of anything that would be spoil worthy and uh, I think we're going to end it there uh, please remember to follow us on social media we are the most active on Instagram and Facebook that's where you want to go to find when new episodes are put out or published or if we have something witty to say. And also check out uh, Christine's art on Tee Public. We saw Brad Burtz, uh, yeah, one of dude. our one of our friends and one of our awesome listeners. He got a shirt from Tee Public that you designed. He did. He was rocking the Radio Free Galaxy podcast shirt. Looks rad, dude. Yeah, he was he was rocking the uh, gorillas style shirt with the picture of all four of us on it. I have one of those in a tank top. Christine, I'm wearing mine right now. Christine also has one I in a tank this top. I love shirt. It's cozy. Yeah, and it's got all of us cartoonized yeah, yeah. on there by your hand. So there's lots of other designs up there though. You can tell them about the other designs oh, for t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Um, if you're looking for new Condemned merch, I got a bunch of new Devil Ladies up for available and hopefully some new Radio Free Galaxy merch in the horizons. For anyone that doesn't know what Condemned is. or Oh, Condemned is about... Uh, it's a comic. Yeah, it's a writing. comic book I'm writing about a bunch of misadventures of succubuses in the uh, land of hell. Okay. Yeah, so go to Tee Public and... Where on T Public? What do they you search for on T Public? So get look for me on a uh, So Geek Girl S E W G E E K G I R L on T Public. You can't miss me. Yeah, even though she doesn't sew as much anymore, she's still stuck with that. Dude, name. I cannot get rid of it. I tried to get rid of it recently, and they will not let me get rid of it. So yeah. it's I'm stuck with it. I'm sure you'll do some sewing. Oh, so I'm sure I will. <laughs> you can keep the I was sew- planning on doing some sewing, so it might happen. I still think it's it's a great name, but uh, it just doesn't seem relevant when you're not sewing. I know. Day. I tried. I tried. 
All right. I did try. So anyway, um, yeah, follow us on social media. Buy some T-shirts from Tee Public. Follow or subscribe to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. Uh, the last video that I put up was that uh, Testament show from 1993 it's in rad. Milwaukee. You can't find it anywhere else. You, If you want to watch this show, you have to go to the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel and watch it. You can't find Sweet. it anywhere else on the inter- internet at all. I didn't even see like a set list anywhere Whoa. for this show anywhere. So it's uh, awesome. pretty rare. Um, and I think it looks pretty cool. I think I did the best job that I can with my amateurish equipment, uh, you know, not doing a professional job of digitizing it. it but I think it looks pretty darn good and sounds pretty good. So check that out on the Radio Free Galaxy YouTube channel. And please remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and the Spotify app. Those are pretty much the only two places that you can leave a review for our podcast. But it helps other people to be exposed to our podcast if you just leave a review uh it's a free way to support us if you can't afford a t-shirt but also buy a t-shirt buy a (laughs) t-shirt all right we'll see you next time on radio free galaxy bye